Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. So last episode, last time, we talked about common signs of subconscious sabotage. So basically how to identify when our mind is sabotaging our efforts. And in today's episode, we're going to be diving deeper into the why our subconscious mind triggers, you know, sabotaging patterns in the first place and what to do about it or how to avoid them in the future. So we are sure that when we are about to reach a goal or when we have reached a goal, we can sustain it and that our energy and subconscious is not going to throw it out of the window, which is kind of sad. When our subconscious mind triggers sabotage or when we sabotage altogether, right? It is basically because our subconscious mind wants us to avoid pain or is trying to protect us against something that it identifies as a source of pain or rejection or a threat to our survival. Because that's the job of our subconscious mind. It's to keep us alive and voila. It's not, you know, for us to be comfy, cruisy, unicorny, blingy. It's survival. And anything that is a threat or represents a threat to that survival will be uh, avoided at all costs. The problem with that mechanism is that if we got the wrong messages you know, as a kid or a teenager or basically any time in our life and even inherited from previous generations or family members, if we get the wrong message, then our mind and our energetic field might be sabotaging or stopping us from doing some things which would actually be good for us or which would be even better or healthier for us than what we did in the past. So the subconscious mind does not have an ability to judge what is good and what is bad. The good and the bad is basically like if we were a computer and people from the outside installed a program that defines what is good and what is bad. Unfortunately, we are not born with like this super healthy, super aligned kind of subconscious program that knows exactly what will make us super fulfilled and what it should, you know, manifest for us and what would trigger negative emotions or unfulfillment or unhappiness and what should be avoided. The rules of what our mind will perceive as good and bad is basically determined by the beliefs and emotions that other people gave us. So let's say, you know, that um, our parents were miserable in their marriage or that we always encountered people who were not happy in relationships as kids, right? Not as adults, just as kids. Then in our subconscious mind, relationships will equal bad. So each time we are about to enter a relationship, our mind is going to try to sabotage it as there is this very basic messaging, again, in our mind that says relationships are bad or relationships are a source of pain. Same goes with everything. And most of that programming is basically created between the ages of zero and seven. And that is due to the fact that during that um, range or between zero and seven, our mind is in a 
very specific or a brain is in a specific brain wave pattern that is similar to hypnosis. So information is registered extremely fast and obviously our mind will not um, assess the quality of the information, it will just accept the information. That is very good when we need to learn how to walk when we are two and we need to learn something very fast without having to remember it every single day, right? You learn it once and then it's done, which is amazing for things like walking, learning how to speak, learning how to spell, you know, or write or read or whatever. However, it only takes one experience and not necessarily, but can also be a traumatic experience for our mind to create a program. So let's say that we are, you know, in a car and we have an accident our mind is going to say that the car is dangerous and trigger anxiety or trigger a very strong emotional response each time we get close to a car if we don't heal that pattern. Same goes with basically anything. So that can be either learned or inherited from previous generations. Now, that is not that good when the information that we get between, you know, ages zero and seven or later in life is limiting, is going to limit us in, you know, our life. And very easy example, again, is let's say that at seven, we take a test at school. I don't even know if we have tests at school at seven, or we have some sort of assignment or homework, and we don't understand it. And a teacher says, you know, a not so great teacher says something like, oh, you, you're bad at math or you're bad at spelling or you just don't get it or you're not that smart, right? Our, our brain is just going to uh, register that information and take it at face value without ever, without ever questioning the validity of that information. And how is that going to affect us later in life? It's going to make us believe that we are not good academically or that we are bad at math. And it's literally going to um, turn out to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So even if that's not true at all, and we're actually really good at math, it was just that the teacher explained it poorly, so we didn't understand the concept at first. Because we have that belief deeply ingrained in our subconscious, we are going to learn everything except the one thing that was the most important for the test and then get a bad grade. The universe will literally arrange things so our reality is always consistent with our beliefs, our subconscious or conscious beliefs. Now to circle back to the point of this entire episode, which is why our subconscious mind triggers um, sabotaging patterns, anything that is going to be perceived rightfully or wrongfully so, as a threat, as danger, as pain, or as a threat to our survival or emotional well-being, um, will be sabotaged. So example number one, the fear of the mob if we shine too bright. Many people start sabotaging so as in not showing up anymore or procrastinating or not answering, you know, people reaching out to them, many people will start sabotaging once their audience starts to grow beyond a few dozens or hundreds of followers. And that is due to a deep fear of the mob. It is so frequent that it is, you know, it has a... In an, This fear is so common that it made it to this list of examples. If we have a belief 
Maybe our parents said, don't be too visible, don't shine too bright because people get envious and jealous and they will come after you, right? It's It can't be as simple as that. If we have kind of this fear of the mob or fear that if we shine too bright, if we are too successful, if too many people follow us, we might get cancelled or we might post something where people are going to get mad and trash us on our social media platforms, etc., etc. That is a very common reason why our mind would start sabotaging the process if we are getting near that so again by not making us post that may by making us procrastinate suddenly becoming ill when your instagram starts growing etc etc second reason why uh, sabotaging patterns happen is when our self-image or deep beliefs and or deep beliefs are not consistent with whatever we either manifested or achieve or want to manifest. So again, if I have a deep belief that I am not worthy of having a successful business because I don't have an academic education, which unfortunately is a very common belief that I am not smart academically. I'm not smart, smart. Like, yeah, I have emotional intelligence, but I don't have brain intelligence like other people who went to university. So I can't have a successful business because you have to have a master's degree to have a successful business, right? Let's take that limiting belief. Well, as you know, you are growing the business and the business is picking up momentum, there is now a discrepancy, there is a mismatch between a deep core belief of I can't have a successful business because I don't have any academic academic education and our reality, which is our business starting to grow and pick up momentum. So what is going to happen to restore the balance? What is going to happen in order for our reality to be a match to our subconscious beliefs? Sabotage. Sabotage is going to happen. So it drags us right back to our beliefs, to being consistent with our beliefs that we can't be successful. Another very common reason why sabotaging patterns happen or why our subconscious mind will trigger sabotage is fear of rejection from friends, family members, uh, partners, significant others, spouses, or people that matter to us. As we mentioned earlier, rejection is one of these things that our subconscious mind wants to avoid at all costs. So if there is any, you know, tiny possibility that us achieving our goal is going to result in us being rejected, then sabotage will happen before we get there. And this is very common when we are afraid that um, family members will reject us if we are too successful. Super common, very sad, you know, it's unfortunate, but when, you know, your entire family has been struggling financially or when your entire family you know because of maybe their some of their beliefs they have say that it's not okay to be in the limelight or that you should keep a low profile and now you know your business is picking up momentum or maybe you got a job a pretty good job uh, in your company or you are getting promoted in your company which is resulting in you becoming more you know outwardly successful or more visible or being in a position where you have more responsibilities that might uh, lead to rejection from your family as you know what used to tie us to them or what used to yeah 
to make us a close family was that common belief that we keep a low profile. But now you're kind of stepping out of that pattern or dynamic and there is a risk of rejection. Same goes with family, uh, friends, excuse me, or partners or people that really matter to us. If, you know, we start manifesting all of those things on our vision board, we might not have that much in common as we used to have with some people and they might reject us or not understand that understand us or become a bit envious or jealous unfortunately that happens too or not be as supportive they they might start becoming passive aggressive and especially if these people were there for us in difficult moments in our life or have been supporting us for a very long time it's going to be so difficult to let go of that because we value those relationships that we have with them we value the fact that they were a very important part of our life and you know again in our mind between having the successful business or getting that job or manifesting the car or keeping the friends and keeping the relationship as it has always been our mind is probably going to pick the relationship with our friends if we haven't healed some of those patterns so that can be a cause of sabotage too if there is you know some potential of getting rejected or losing friends or people that really matter to us our mind will sabotage whatever we're trying to do before we get to that point another very common reason uh, why our subconscious mind triggers sabotage if is if success is associated with painful memories So that time when you got an A, you know, on the math test and all of the other people called you a nerd or your friends at school made fun of you because they said you were not cool or they called you like the teacher's favorite, but not in a good way. Or that time when you got a promotion and you lost your colleagues as friends because they felt it was unfair that you got the promotion and not them. Or that time when you got accepted in a university and your friends didn't, unfortunately, and now that friendship ended. Or that time when things were going well for you and then your relationship broke down because as you were doing better, your partner wasn't too happy that they didn't have someone to host a pity party with anymore. All of these things where any type of success or us reaching any goal that we had set for ourselves... Uh, if that was associated with something bad happening or even, you know, not anyone being nasty, but maybe our pet passed away, died, you know, went over the rainbow bridge in the middle of a successful launch. Now, our mind says, well, when we launch successfully, our cat dies. So we're not going to launch successfully anymore. So become aware of that, become mindful of that. If you, you feel that sometimes sabotage is living rent-free in your system, try to journal, to journal, sit down, brainstorm on, was there any time in my life where when I, you know, was happy or had more money or had more of what I wanted or reached one of my objectives or, you know, something happened that really mattered to us at the same time, I either lost someone or something or something bad happened. Number five, is it number five? I think so. Um, feeling that we are not worthy of receiving what we want. So this is obviously tied to self-worth and the very common belief in our society that you need to deserve, you need to work hard 
in order to deserve something or that reaching, you know, or completing a project or being happy and fulfilled is something that comes with sacrifices or that you're not just entitled to, you need to prove that you actually deserve it. So again, if there is part of us that believes that, well, what if, you know, you're making 10k months or 5 or 20, it really doesn't matter, not working that hard. Now we start feeling undeserving. Part of our mind says, well, my parents worked their ass off and here am I, cruising, <laughs> uh, chilling, and everything is working, something's wrong, this is too easy. Why isn't this harder? I actually did not deserve this. I didn't have to struggle to get here. And there is so such a powerful, um, how would I call it? Such a powerful pattern in the collective consciousness of all human beings that fulfillment or joy or completing any type of objective and, you know, abundance, whether that's money or other forms of abundance, has necessarily has to come with hardship, hardships. That is not true, yet it is very deeply ingrained in our collective consciousness. So it's very frequent that when things come a bit too easily or too easily for society's standards, um, part of us will be like, no, what what have I done to, to deserve this? So, some other people deserve it more or have worked for it more and it will end up, you know, we will end up sabotaging or getting rid of whatever we have. And this can be subtle. This can be a car breaking down, a washing machine breaking down, a sudden unexpected expense, uh, someone asking us for money. It can be so, so many things. Uh, or us, you know, just finding our dream flat and then suddenly the landlord kicks us out. Or we have water damage, unexpected water damage, etc., etc., etc. Our next point is... Being afraid that we're going to lose everything or that someone will take our money or other things away from us. This can also cause sabotaging patterns. And this was one of the the feelings or the emotions that was really present in one of my mastermind last year, where a lot of wonderful, amazing clients shared uh, when we did our one-on-one sessions that part of them felt, well, what if I... What if it works, but I can't sustain it? What if I'm successful for a few weeks or a few months and then it goes away? And the pain of that, of actually getting to Rome or manifesting what you wish and it being taken away from you or it's no longer working, you know, it's kind of having a bicycle and then driving an Aston Martin and then (laughs) the universe giving you the bicycle again or something. That can be so painful That our subconscious is like, no, we are not even going to go there. We are not going, we're not even getting to the point where we are going to be successful or manifest what it is we want. Because if it's only to lose it, we might as well not get it in the first place. And that will also trigger some sabotaging patterns. And again, you know, it's really consistent with what we mentioned at the beginning that our subconscious mind wants to avoid pain at all costs. And getting something and not being able to sustain it or lose it is very painful. And I think many people can argue that it might be even more painful than not having it at all in the first place. 
and our subconscious mind is taking notes. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's more painful to get it and lose it than not getting it in the first place. So let's, you know, do everything we can and sabotage so we don't get it in the first place. Um, and last but not least, which kind of goes with what uh, we mentioned earlier, but anything that your mind perceives as a danger is going to trigger a protection mechanism and sabotaging patterns. People who have been bullied, um, either, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, which is horrendous, will not like visibility because visibility is strongly associated with bullying and danger. If we put ourselves out there, there is a greater chance that other people will come after us. So our subconscious mind strongly associates visibility with the pain of the bullying or the danger, the threat to our survival or well-being, and it will not even allow us to do um, visibility in the first place. Or maybe we finally you know, get to a point where we are like, mind over matter, I'm going to do this, I'm recording my first video today, and suddenly... Your, your Wi-Fi crashes or your laptop starts working or your Zoom won't open. Like anything that will uh, that can happen to avoid us being visible will happen. And that is just one example. But anything that is associated with danger, your subconscious mind is not going to allow you to do it. So how do we avoid all of these subconscious mechanisms? How do we avoid sabotage? Uh, and prevent it from happening if we feel that it has been holding us back. Number one is awareness. And this was the point of these two podcast episodes is that, first of all, once you can identify sabotaging patterns, we already know that our mind is trying to protect us against something and that we need to do some digging. And today we've mentioned the some of the frequent reasons why our mind would do such a thing. And maybe some of these points related with you. Maybe, you know, it triggered an emotion or a belief or a feeling or a memory, which is not pleasant, but at least now you know where to start. So how to avoid a sabotaging mechanism is st starts with becoming aware that we have a sabotaging mechanism in the first place or that our mind kind of associates what we want with danger or pain. And once we are aware of that, we can journal about that or recall an event or memory where something like that happened, phase two is basically letting go of that belief or healing the trauma or healing whatever pattern is holding us back. And the fastest way to go to get to Rome is through subconscious and energetic work uh, that will, you know, go very deep instead of kind of scratching on the surface, which is probably just going to take so much longer. Um, and through subconscious and energy work, we want our subconscious mind, our reptilian brain, or that part of us whose role is to protect us, to understand that there is no danger. That while, you know, maybe when we were between zero and seven, we got some programming from other people around us or inherited from some limiting beliefs, while it might have been relevant back then, it is no longer relevant today. So, you know, me, this is a real life example of myself, me as a kid, uh, when each time I get I got good grades, people would make fun of me at school because they called me the nerd, right? So as a kid, being successful or having good grades was danger, was rejection. 
That is no longer the case today because I have amazing supportive friends who are very happy when I'm successful and a very supportive family. So while that pattern might have been relevant when I was 7 or 10 or 12 or 15, it is no longer relevant today. And once we can have that conversation at a subconscious level under hypnosis or energetically, I promise your mind will be willing to change its beliefs. We can upgrade beliefs pretty easily when we have the right tools. So making sure that our mind understands that whatever we want to manifest or achieve is a source of joy and fulfillment, ease and peace, rather than a source of danger or pain. This can also be done through journaling or tools like CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. There is an awesome book I highly recommend to anyone called Feeling Good from Dr. David Burns if you want to learn more about cognitive behavioral therapy. Journaling, uh, not, to be under, not to be underestimated, thoughts that hang out in our mind will have a tendency to loop and loop and loop. And even if we start, we try to be rational in our mind. So, you know, talking ourselves out of a limiting belief in our mind and saying like, yes, this happened when I was seven, you know, and it's okay, I'm 30 now, it's not going to be a problem anymore. Nothing will be as powerful as actually writing it down than just having the conversation in our head. So I also highly recommend you journal on it or, you know, as if you were a kind parent explaining something to your child, explain to your subconscious mind in journaling form why it no longer needs to be afraid or protect you from that. Also understanding that there is more pain in not getting what we want than actually getting it. So let's just say that my mind is protecting me against uh, a relationship, sabotaging all relationships because it doesn't want to experience the pain of a breakup just like when I was heartbroken at 21 because my first love broke up with me, right? Random example, not from real life. <laughs> then we need our mind to understand, and this also can be done through journaling or hypnosis or affirmations, that there is more pain in constantly sabotaging relationships as an adult and, you know, not meeting Mrs. or Mr. Right and not starting a family, there is more pain in that than there is in meeting someone and it not working out. Because again, that was an old pattern we have evolved as a person. And while, you know, it's never fun for a relationship to end, we are at a stage in our life where we would rather try and it not work out and try with someone else rather than our mind keeping us stuck single because it's constant, constantly sabotaging relationships. Just a random example. Um, also, taking things one step at a time so our system doesn't feel overwhelmed and so we can get, get used to, you know, a new familiar that used to be unfamiliar or new patterns, new healthier beliefs progressively rather than overnight. So going from zero to a hundred is not really realistic. So if, you know, typical example of wanting to have a seven-figure business, but we truly believe we are not deserving of it, trying to convince ourselves in our mind that we will be a millionaire and we deserve to have an, a, a seven-figure business might be counterproductive because it's just too many steps ahead. So starting with a goal or, you know, 
a vision that is that seems more achievable or that we feel more worthy of is going to be a perfect baby step. So focus on making two or three K a month or 12K or the number really doesn't matter. And once we get there and get comfortable in this new level and that kind of becomes our new familiar, then set an additional, you know, objective a bit ahead rather than going from zero to everything overnight, which will be just too big, too unfamiliar, too strange, too much for a system to be able to digest easily. And last but not least, sometimes doing the scariest thing, first thing in the morning, or the one thing we want to avoid the most, first thing in the morning. And this might or might not be relevant, so I will let you be the judge of that, of course. Uh, But if we don't do that, what can happen is that whatever we are trying to avoid or actively avoiding snowballs into this thing that is way bigger than it actually is. So that email sequence that we have, you know, felt too dumb to write or we feel we're not a good copywriter enough and we have been avoiding it, the more we avoid it, the more guilt we feel, the more not good enough we feel the more we procrastinate, the more it seems daunting, and then the more it makes us question everything and the worst it gets and the worst the sabotage gets too. Whereas if we just, you know, get it done, it's out of our mind, out of our system, and then we can peacefully, you know, do whatever else we need to do at that moment. So sometimes, you know, taking the bull by the horns and just disciplining yourself into doing it, even if you just don't feel like it, can provide huge amounts of relief and we actually realize it's not nearly as bad as we thought it would be uh, and the problem kind of solves itself. So this was it for today on this episode of why our subconscious mind triggers sabotaging pattern patterns and some of the things you can do about them and let's also keep in mind that nothing has to be perfect so sometimes we feel that in order to be able to manifest clients we have to have perfect beliefs and perfect confidence around our ability to manifest clients or we need to heal all of the fucked up things that happened around money and clients in our family and that's not true you can manifest things you wish while being a working work in progress while healing old patterns that no longer serve you and while you know still having some limiting beliefs you the two are not you know it's not black or white you can be in the gray zone and still manifest many many things you want even though you still have fears or limiting beliefs or anxiety or patterns that need some more inner work to be completely released or healed so let's stop let's focus on progress over perfection and the fact that we can grow as we go and that we don't need everything to be perfect before we can start something otherwise no one would ever do anything so i hope that you loved this episode and i'll see you in the next one thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast now if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you. The Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. 
This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inaspadar.ch slash abundance recording in one word. And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.